Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Alandari, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Hope Hickerson, and I'm a health education specialist and reporter. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician... That's me, and a health education expert... That's me. Talk about what you need to know to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. For more information about Noise Filter, your public health podcast, and to watch and share our incredible informative animations, please visit us at noisefiltershow.com. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. So let's get started. Welcome back to COVID Noise Filter. It's been a pleasure to be talking to Dr. Maury Cohen, who is a professor of sustainability studies at the New Jersey Institute of Technology. We're going to continue our conversation with Dr. Cohen as he's been looking at what the global slowdown has meant for the environment and sustainable living. You know, we have a few minutes left. I had a couple more questions I wanted to ask you. First, I just wanted to say, it drives me crazy that the U.S. government still gives subsidies to big oil. Like that needs to stop. I mean, the whole idea of subsidies was initially 100 years ago when when oil and extraction was a new industry. These subsidies are there to help those those uh, industries, uh, much like we've seen some subsidies, not enough to alternative energy. But the fact that we still are doing that today is something that just really drives me crazy. And I wish that we could turn that around. The, the, the big oil are the largest and most successful companies that have existed on earth. So, but aside from that, can you give us some, some examples of how the globe did slow down? I know that personally, my wife and I, our little secret is that we actually kind of liked the lockdown. I mean, we were very busy during COVID. I mean, she was... Uh, the assistant to the mayor. She was deputy chief at City Hall. And so she was in charge of the city response. As an infectious disease doctor, I was in charge of kind of on the ground public health response. So we were out and about all day long, but there was no cars on the street. The birds seemed like they were chirping a little bit louder. The leaves looked a little greener. The skies seemed a little clearer. Was that a fragment of my imagination? Or were those real tangible slowdowns that happened during uh, COVID? Yeah, no, I think they were for uh, for many of us. And um, I don't mean to, um, you know, make light of what has been a, you know, catastrophic tragedy with, uh, um, you know, unheralded losses of life. Um, but, you know, it, it did create a a window of opportunity for a bit of reflection for slowing down. Um, and it was in some respects, a, um, uh, an unexpected, um, and inadvertent, um, um, disaster in the sense that, um, you know, we would have never imagined in the weeks leading up to March of 2020, you know, that, um, that, that up to a third of the American population would have uh, the opportunity to, to work from home rather than having to, um, you know, engage in arduous commutes to, to get to work on a five-day-a-week basis. Um, that, um, that, uh, that air travel, you know, would basically cease to um, exist for uh, 
for, for, for several months. Um, and uh, that our lives in so many ways would, would be so summarily up, overturned. Um, so, I mean, it gave people an opportunity to, to practice and to gain some experience in what um, a less consumptive, um, you know, mode of living, um, you know, might be. You know, at the same time, you know, you had some people who sort of took this as an opportunity to engage in, you know, massive amounts of online shopping and, um, um, you know, take advantage of new modes of, uh, of, of consumptive participation. But, you know, I think for many more reflective, more um, um, uh, forward-thinking um, folks, people who give some credence to the importance and necessity of sustainability, um, it was a, a forced opportunity to uh, to sort of reconsider what their priorities were. And now the, you know, the the one trillion or hundred trillion dollar question is, is how much of this is going to stick? Um, and, um, you know, or whether we're looking at sort of transitory changes that existed for a year or two, um, you know, or whether there's going to be some sort of fundamental realignment. Um, you know, these things never sort of move forward in um, a, a single trajectory. Um, you know, the, the fact that people are being decoupled from where they live and where they work, um, you know, is also, you know, sort of creating the potential of kind of suburbanization on a supersized scale. <laughs> Um, that conceivably one could live in Kansas and commute to a job at New York City once a month, um, or even less frequently than that. Um, you know, or, or one could live in London and have a job in Los Angeles, and uh, you know, rather than commuting by um, car to a job on a daily basis, you know, we're going to start commuting by commercial flight on a on a monthly basis. So, um, you know, how this is all going to shake out is, a, is a, will be an interesting process. I know myself, we've moved to telemedicine. I've done a lot of telemedicine since then. That is not going to go away as far as I'm concerned. So for, at least from my little tiny world, the ability to utilize telemedicine has been wonderfully successful. And yes, I now know of people, uh, my entire teams are working from home. Final question before we let you go. I also want to know, is it true that dolphins showed up in the Venice canals? I've seen it go both ways. I've seen people say yes. I've seen no, that's a hoax. But I've seen what seemed like real life, you know, like CNN has reported on it or whatever. So I have to ask you, do you know if dolphins showed up in the Venice canals during COVID? Yeah, no, that's that's great. And I uh, hadn't thought about that in a while. But, um, you know, there were all these sort of wild scenes of monkeys coming out of jungles and taking over city centers and dolphins in Venice. Um, truth be told, I don't know whether that is really true or not, but I'm pretty skeptical. Um, and uh, But it's a, uh, it's a nice indication that people were at least thinking along those lines. Um, and, uh, you know, it raises a, 
the prospect of a fanciful and interesting possibility. Absolutely. Dr. Maura Quillen is a professor of sustainability studies at the New Jersey Institute of Technology, and he has been looking at what global slowdown has meant for the environment and sustainable living. The article that we were talking about uh, for the past couple of days has been, does the COVID-19 outbreak mark the onset of sustainable consumption transition, uh, which you can find in sustainability, science, practice, and policy? Uh, Dr. Cohen, it's been a great pleasure talking to you over the last couple of days. Yeah, this has been great fun. So thanks for the invitation and uh, all the best. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Noise Filter, your public health podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Noise Filter podcast. Follow us on social media and leave us a review letting us know your favorite part of the show. You can find me, Hope Pickerson, at hopepickerson.com. And you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at the Dr. Derry. That's D-R-D-E-R-Y. To see and share our amazing animations and find out more information about us, the show, as well as links to our social media, go to noisefiltershow.com. We are grateful to our sponsors, including Access Health Louisiana and the End the Epidemic Initiative, who are working to bring equitable health outcomes to everyone they serve. Hope, any last words? Stay well out there, folks, and continue taking steps to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. That includes exercise, a good diet, getting adequate sleep, and seeing your healthcare providers regularly. And protect yourself and others by getting the COVID-19 vaccine and booster, wearing a mask, and social distancing wherever possible. Remember, health is a human right.